welcome to the Business Success Club. I want to say welcome, and you are in for a treat in this group. Hey, thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. And on this podcast, what we really want to establish is this. How do hardworking entrepreneurs build profitable and scalable businesses whilst having the freedom and balance to do the other things they love? like family, vacations, sports, fun, adventures, and charity. So let's tune into today's podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Business Success Show with your host, Mac Atram, the business coach. And today you are in for a treat because today I have Jatinda Palaha, who I've known for many years. I'll try and recall how many years in a moment. Uh, let me tell you a little bit about um, Jatinda. Hey, by the way, welcome, Jatinda. How are you doing? Thank you very much, Mac. I'm, I'm wonderful. Thank you. Fantastic. Thank you for jumping onto this um, Business Success Show with us to give us your knowledge. Uh, I really appreciate that. And for those who don't know Jatinda, he's a digital business coach, award-winning IT consultant, and also co-author of several books. Uh, he works with mostly coaches, consultants, experts, authors, and he's been doing that since 2008, helping them to build their website, their funnels, and also turning, creating their systems for their business. And also his particular niche is in the personal development space um, using his proprietary method, digital CMAC method to get them great results. Now he provides strategic advice, simple step-by-step -step guidance and implementation on how to transform your skills and knowledge into, listen to this, a structured and automated coaching or consulting or author business model without the tech overwhelm, all the noise and all the distraction, distractions that come along with that. Now, one thing that I read uh, which he had written. I thought, oh, this is fantastic. Now, listen, if you are an expert in, in, um, in your industry, if you're a consultant, if you are a coach, this is what he does. He helps you to discover how to connect, influence, and inspire people online so you can build rapport, create better relationships, and serve your audience without, all the, uh, without feeling salesy. So let's get into it here. One thing you will not know is he's award-winning IT consultant. I think I said that earlier on, and also award-winning coach in terms of what he does. The best-selling author of the book *The Art and Science of Success*. Welcome to the Business Success Show again, Jatinda. Hey, you know, usually what I do is I like to ask people about their entrepreneurial background. So tell us uh, how you got started in this field and i think you've been running since 2008 right yeah that's right firstly thank you mac it's a honor to be on your podcast i mean like you said we've known each other for years and we you know we'll talk about it in a moment as well and how we met each other first but uh yeah so how i got into this space was um basically what happened was um oh, we're looking back at uh, sixth form time now i suppose when near the dot-com boom time area, looking 99, 2000-ish, that kind of time, when we got into websites, right, and just started putting things together, put like a little front page website together, back then Microsoft front page was used, um, yeah. along with uh, my colleague and friend, who you also know, Jazz, and we nice. put, put these websites together, and we just found it fun, right? And what happened was one of my friends in uh, sixth form, her brother 
is in telecoms and he needed a website. So she told him about us and myself and Jazz just for fun. We just said, let's go, let's go meet this guy. And I remember walking into his, um, it was like in an industrial place where they got several other, you know, um, warehouse type of buildings or one we walked into and it was this massive warehouse with like all this telecoms communication phones wires all this kind of stuff and we sat down with him and just spoke and he said he wanted a, a, a website and um, myself and jazz thought okay let's just do that let's you know let's put something together for him so i remember doing the the design work for it jazz put the kind of um e-commerce bits together back then and we've made him a website and he started selling products online wow um when we delivered the product, when we said, here it is, hey, this is how it works, and left it, we were at his house, and um, uh, he gave myself and Jazz 50 pounds each, right? Okay. And that's when we thought, what? Wait, you, were still, you were still at school then, right? Yeah. You were still at school, did this that's for right. fun. That's right. So when he gave you 50 pounds each, what did you think? We just looked at each other like we we were containing our like excitement, right? I remember going back into the car, sat down, we we're like, ooh, ooh, look, 50 quid. <laughs> back then right uh, so um that's how it started because we thought well we can make money from this this is something you can actually do to make money from we just did it for fun because that's what we were doing at the time mm. so that's how we got started in it <laughs> wow and, and never looked back since and uh yeah. and i will say uh, your service is excellent we use your services and and hence the reason why um and i've known you for many years uh let me tell let, let's say how we met. Did you want to say or shall I say? Go for it. Go for it. Right. Many years ago, many years ago, in the uh, in the 1990s, I was a retail. I was in retail management. I used to manage retail stores, and one of the stores that I was involved with, I did. I totally didn't. Well, I did know, uh, but Jatinda reminded me many years after when we met again because he was still at school, but he worked as an assistant in that store. And I think, was it maybe six or seven years, maybe more than that, eight or nine years later, we bumped into each other. That's right. Um, somewhere and said, oh yeah, you used to work here. You used to right. So that's how we know each, known each other. But then you had started your business and you've been running your business successfully then as well. And we've been in touch ever since, you know, and, and the service you provide is excellent. I will say, I will say that. So let's talk about um, one of the things you you, re, you talk about a lot uh, across your social media and on your website is about digital rapport. Mm. What do you mean by digital rapport and why is that important? Yeah, um, can I give a, a few little backstories to it? Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. So, um, I'll explain how that came about. Basically, what happened, what first triggered it was interesting. I was in a, um, as you know, we do, used to do martial arts quite a bit over here, right? And I was um, in Sifu Lacloy's class where he was teaching JKD, uh, which is Jeet Kune Do, Bruce Lee's martial art, right? And I, right. I was taking up his class and we were in the class and we were doing an exercise. It was, I think it was like right leg forward, right arm forward, jab, jab type of thing, right? Right. And as we were doing this exercise, while he was looking, I just like swapped and just started doing with the other side. And he stopped me and he said, Jinder, why did you do that? And I said, oh, just, just to strengthen the other side, right? And he said, yeah, that's okay. But Bruce Lee was a very big fan of making your strong side stronger. Mm. Yeah. And I thought, oh, interesting. Like make your strong side stronger. And, and that was the first kind of seed that was planted, right? Right. And the second seed that kind of 
grew it was when I was having a conversation with another colleague, you know, uh, gentleman Kosuki, and uh, mm. we were just having a conversation, and he, you know, we were talking, and he said, I don't know, we get into one of these philosophical deep conversation, and he said, Jatinda, everything in the universe is trying to be in rapport with each other. Mm. And I sat down and I thought, oh, isn't that interesting? Right. And then the moment when I started to think about this was when I sat down one day and I thought, what is it that I'm doing in my business that is actually making me the money that's actually bringing in the clients? What am I actually doing? And I sat down one day and I started looking through everything I was doing, started to hack away at the non-essentials, another Bruce Lee term, right? right. And uh, <laughs> started just looking at what I was doing. And I found that the reason I was able to I think I got pretty good like close rate, if you want to call it that, when you have a conversation with someone. But the reason I was able to do that was solely because of, of conversation, right? Okay. So when I was actually able to chat to the person one-to-one, I would have a conversation with them. And what I realized was that I wasn't just, I wasn't trying to sell them anything. I was just telling them what they needed to do, right? right? And I said, okay, you've got web, you got this, you got that. This is what you need to do. And this is how it works, mm-hmm. right? So when they left, they were like, oh my goodness, these told me so much stuff that I didn't even think about. Mm-hmm. I need this, right? And I've had so many occasions where I've refused to work with the person and they wanted to work with me just because I gave them so much content. Right. And that's when the moment I sat down and I thought, oh, rapport, that's what it is. It's the rapport I'm building with my clients or the people I'm um, connecting with. Yeah, It's the rapport, the conversations I'm having, understanding how they work that's allowing me to kind of grow my business because we've hardly ever done any advertisements, even yeah. though we're an online business, which is really interesting. Yeah? yeah. It's always been through word of mouth. That's been the key thing. And that's when I sat down one day and I thought, okay, rapport. So how do we do that online? Okay. Like, what are we doing offline to build rapport, rapport? And then what would we do to do that online? So then I had a little genius idea. I thought, okay, you know, Napoleon Hill, when he went around, and interviewed all these millionaires to find out what the secrets of wealth were. Correct. Why don't I do the same thing? Interview these experts that I know, mm. right? And ask them what rapport is, yeah. you know? Um, and do you remember we had a conversation yeah, around this? I remember, well. yeah. 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 And so Definitely. that's what I started doing. So I started interviewing the experts, sat down with them, like one-to-one. I said, tell me, what is rapport? How does it work? What's it all about? Well, how are you utilizing it? And I just started to, again, another Bruce Lee element. It started to look for the common thread. Mm. what's the common thread between these things and what's going on so i've been working on identifying those elements to see what rapport is offline yeah. and then basically looking well how do you then translate that online what right. are the different things and what we do online isn't necessarily it's like there's nothing necessarily new in it but it's more deeper in uh, like the psychology element of it as to who you're trying to talk, target what's your mes- message does it resonate with the particular people you're trying to connect with and because you're online, it's to do with, uh, it's, a, it's a, like a binary engagement. When you're online, you're looking for something, it's on or off. You know, if you land on the landing page, it's, you either have the attention or you don't. So it's, right. it's like to look at those kind of things and think, well, what, how do we work around that? And how do you build a deeper connection with people online? Okay. That's how yeah. it came about. That's, okay, so you've given us the backstory on that. Um, and the reason why that's important from, what, from your premise is that, what, what, I'm, what I'm getting is the more people that get to know you, maybe trust you, and there's consistency in your message, and is singing to them, is saying the right things to them, they're, they're more likely to buy from you if yeah. if that's what they're looking for. Yeah? Yeah. Fantastic. 
So would you say helping people to build digital rapport is one of your unique selling points, You're one of your USPs? Because I know that yes, you create websites, you create people's funnels, yes, you can create their membership sites, yes, you can, all things digital, you can help them, your company helps them to do. So is digital, digital rapport and getting your clients to understand that and implement that in their own systems, one of your USPs? I, I would I would say so yeah I, I and the reason I say that is because um, I, I've I've been into like human behavior straight out university right so even though I went to university did a degree in IT information systems right and I did my dissertation it was actually on emotional intelligence that how do you how do you assess emotional intelligence no no go on you 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 studied <laughs> technology IT yeah. but your dissertation was on human yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, you know you know people with like those the science heads or very technical usually stay away from that yeah. more soft skills emotional transformation type of stuff but you was the opposite yeah. okay go ahead carry on yeah. so so what happened was when i first came across it eq right mm. it was called emotion intelligence known as eq yeah. i thought it was something like ai artificial intelligence or something right oh so I thought, okay, cool. I'm going to go to the dissertation teacher. And I said, that's, I want to, I want to do this particular thing. You, you know, I'm interested in it. And she said, okay, no problem. Go away, but write me a page as to why you want to do it. And I said, okay. So I went away, did a bit of research on what it was, found out it was by Daniel Goleman, you know, um, and, he, and he basically said, it's, it's the ability to monitor your own and other people's feelings and emotions in order to use those feelings and emotions to pursue and attain goals. Right. So I memorized that back then. Yeah. And um, I then put like a little sheet together, I said what it was, why I wanted to do it. And I referenced my work. And she looked at that and said, okay, you can do this. And she said, do you know why you can do this? I said, why? Because you referenced your work. I said, okay, no problem. That's cool. So I did, I did this. And, and at the end of it, I wasn't even doing computer science. I was doing IT, which is supposed to be like a bridge between business and uh, like computing, hardcore computing right. kind of thing, right? So it was right. in the middle. So I actually ended up making a psychometric test, yeah, which oh, was wow. asking, yeah, multiple choice questions, um, which if answered honestly kind of thing would give you like a score, which you can use as a, um, how good is your uh, emotional intelligence? And it was mainly aimed at students, like students were going to the workplace. Yeah. How would you measure emotional intelligence, right? Um, so yeah, so I'll put that together and that's what got me into the whole personal development side of things so I started oh, studying really. personal development um went into that heavy uh, that's how we came across um again, again. second time around that like yes group um, that's right yes yes run that yeah um yeah. and then yes yeah, so I connecting with coaches business people uh there's another story as to how that came about as well but um but yeah when when I came across those things then I thought what I do is actually in line with my target audience so the people I work with I understand them I understand where they're coming from understand the personal development world so in that context i i think what i do is quite cool in that sense because i, I get it i get what both sides um and that's very rare for a hardcore it person to understand that softer skills like i said earlier on the personal development space but because you had done this subject subject in your dissertation yeah you've actually got your head around it and like you said we met at the Yes Group, which is a personal development um, organization in London, or well, all over the world now, and check it out, yesgroup.org. Great, great, great organization uh, if you're into personal development. Because now it makes sense as to how you got involved in that, because we had known each other 
in a different realm and then suddenly meeting up again because I was deep into personal development and professional development, business development. So that's great. So tell us about the um, work you do for experts, coaches, consultants. What are the kind of work they asking you for um, and how do you service them? What, what are the services you provide? Yeah, sure. Um, so I just just want to share how I actually made that connection to serve that industry in the first place, if that's okay. okay. Sure. Um, so there was a lady called Janet Schwitzer, and she's the marketing brains behind people like Zig Ziglar, Jim Rowe, and oh, Les Brown yes. in the States. And uh, so she had something back then, which was called how experts build empires, right? So we see variations of that now, but she had it uh, way back then, right? Yeah. And um, so she did like a two-day, three-day course um, in the UK. She came over from the States. Um, and it was aimed at coaches. And at that time, I was getting interested in coaching and, you know, how, what is it? Am I going to go into the coaching field? What am I doing? I was, I was at a split road in a way. Got it. And she started talking about squeeze pages, sales funnels, information products, and all these kind of things. I was in her workshop where I connected the dots, a penny dropped for me thinking, ah, IT, personal development, bridge the gap. Right. That's the industry I want to work with. Right. So, right. and literally two weeks later, we started, you know, I started working with them. Do you remember a gentleman called Ron Holland? Who was the yes, Ron Holland? I remember him. Yeah. Great guy. So that's how I came across him. It was just, oh. you know, it came about. And to answer your question about what we started doing back then was, um, so Ron was a author and mm. a business coach and he had several books. Um, and when we came across him, he had all the content, but he didn't have the systems. Right. So we started to build the system. This was the early days. So we actually made, a very basic autoresponder system as well. Uh, okay. But had we known how big the industry was going to be, that could have been a whole different... Yeah, that could have been a business on its own. Aweber, <laughs> MailChimp, all that kind of... You would have been That's one right. of those big boys. <laughs> That's right. And we didn't know any of that. We thought we have to make these, yes. So at, Jazz, Jazz ended up helping me create this system. We put like a squeeze page together, right. you know, put the PDFs in there, download it, followed up with a, a, a single autoresponder at the time just to get him going, right? And... We started, we, we started hustling in a way as well and started building his mailing list. You know, mm. that's, that's how it originally started. We're building his mailing list, grew a massive build, a mailing list. And we got it to a stage where regularly we were doing monthly events mm. um, with Ron, you know, on, on a boat in central London, you know, people yes. come down, he's coaching and whatnot. Um, and that, that's how it kind of started. And then we just branched from there. So the work we've done has been very... It's not like it, we haven't scaled it so everybody's involved. It's more been like, you know, I've worked with an individual for years. That makes right, sense. Right, so right. So I've worked with like these individuals over the years and helping them grow their culture. It's been very organic, you know. Yeah, that's right. There's an expert. They approach you. They know their subject matter. They know their topic very well. But the digital side of things, they know they need to get involved with, yeah. but they haven't got a clue. That's where yeah. you come in. That's or right. maybe they just haven't got the time to do it. And why should they split their time onto something that's going to take them years to develop, which you understand very, very well. Okay, so you started to grow organically. I get it. Yeah, Good. That's right. So, yeah, organically we started growing. And over the years, um, so that developed into what I call the digital CIMAC method, right? Which, um, uh, so originally when we started off, people used to come up to us for websites. You know, we would do a website, it was fine with a logo content number page all that kind of stuff general general stuff it changed after the janet schutz situation but at that stage it was like that then then what happened was we used to monitor everybody's websites right 
you know, as you do with stats and statistics yeah. and whatnot. And we used to look at well, what's working, who's doing well and who's not doing well, and why are the people that are doing well doing well? Uh, and we started to look at the whole complete system as to what they have, right? And yeah. they, um, uh, what I basically identified was there's kind of 12 key components that they, at the end of it, they end up having, right? Um, and out of those 12 key components, a website is usually component number six. Oh, right? really? Okay. Yeah, the number okay. six. So when, when people used to come to us, we looked at it and think, okay, you got a website, but you haven't got the stuff that goes after it and the stuff that's supposed to come before it. Interesting. Right? So we broke it down. So we, uh, I will work on it backwards from, okay, you got a website, what comes before a website? Um, and, and it kind of became what I call it, like I said, the DSMAC method, which is basically strategy, implementation, marketing, assess and calibrate. Okay. Yeah? So mm -hmm. it, it basically, um, shall I go over the 12 steps? Quickly? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah, go for it. You know, we've got people watching, we've got people listening. So uh... Yeah, go for it. You know, that's why we bring you, you, you know, you as an expert on. Give us some, something that, you know, we could um, get our teeth into and say, hey, actually, I'm doing that. Oh, no, I don't understand that. Or I'm doing that. It's not working. But, you know, here you're the expert. Go for it. Yeah, sure. So I'll just I'll just quickly share something which I'll connect back in a, in a bit as well. So, for example, people go out, they do social media, putting all these videos, content out there, putting so much out there, and then they think it doesn't work. Like they're churning it, they're getting, you know, put energy and effort into it, and it's not working. And what I say to them, did you know that actually social media is like 12, a step uh, eight? And they're like, oh, really? So what comes before that? So if you break it down, so you look at the strategy stage first, right? Yeah. So you've got online and offline. Yeah. So this is where the digital report side of it comes as well, because you got the, the two elements of like uh, online and offline, human and machine, bringing them together. Mm. Right. And if you look at the strategy stage, the first stage is, you know, is something we spoke about when we did our um, interview as well, was that oh. it's, it's the problem. It's like, what problem are you solving in the industry? Yeah. You know, what is the problem and what's, what's um, your, what's your niche around that, that you can work. So that's, Literally, step one, you have to work and figure out what problem are you solving in the industry, right? Yeah. That's step one. That, and that covers things like your problem, your uh, potentially what other people are doing out there, your research, all that kind of stuff, right? And then step two is your actual solution, right? And some people refer it to as a signature system. Some people have courses. You know, it's your solution to fix that problem. Right. Bruce used to say economy of motion, right? The fastest route from point A to point B. Um, and he, he used to say straight line, yeah, is, mm. is the quickest route. So all of this stuff, when we identified it, I said, well, if you're going to start from scratch, what would you do to start from scratch to get the fastest result and in what order? So this wow. is kind of works in order. So you got your problem, you got your solution, then you got your business model. Yeah. So the business model would be, you know, looking at your packages, you know, look at your SWOT analysis, your vision, but all that kind of stuff falls into the, sure. the business uh, uh, stage of it. So that's your first three in the strategy stage. Once you've figured that out, that this is your strategy, yeah. this is your product, your solution, your niche and whatnot, then you get into the implementation phase. Now you implement that strategy. Right? Okay. And the implementation starts with step four, which is your branding. So you, okay. you know your branding, what's that, your your colors, your, all that kind of stuff, your key sure. core values and everything else that comes with that. And then the next step from that would be basically your um, sell, squeeze pay sales funnel, like mm -hmm. a simple sales funnel. And I'll come back to that in a moment, because if you want to test the industry, 
that's how you can do it is build a quick sales funnel yeah right? and then basically um build out the rest of it so that's uh, step five then it's step six which is your website mm-hmm. yeah and so when you've got that done that's your um implementation stage now you can focus on marketing right so okay. the next step up on the marketing would be content mm-hmm. like what kind of content are you doing right are you doing you now you look at your blogs now you look at your video content um and your social media and all that kind of stuff then we look at we say traffic and what we mean by traffic is two sources paid and organic right, right? and then step nine is um so that's step eight step nine is tracking you've got to make sure you track all of it yeah right. um so that's the online side of it and then when you go offline you have strategy implementation marketing again and offline strategy is basically your uh networking okay networking events and things like that your implementation would be live events. So when you're actually attending live, you know, you, you're doing live events and that could include Zoom and things like that as well. The live events is your implementation. And then you have your um, marketing side, which is what we call media. So in media, it would PR, getting on other people's podcasts and blogs and all that kind of stuff, right? right. Um, so that basically builds up the 12 steps. So if you go in that order, you pretty much would cover what every business ends up having. Um, but if you're stuck, you look at it and think, well, okay, I've got a website. Yeah. You know, I haven't got a funnel. I've got my branding. So, you know, you've got two of your implementation bits. Mm. You may not have looked at your niche properly. So you need to check into that. Got you it. see how you can actually start looking at what's missing from your business and start to work on that. I'm yeah. Pretty- I think what you just said there as well, clearly there's a methodology that you're using. Fantastic. There's a framework that people can use. And, and here's the thing, someone might be good at an element of it, but haven't got a clue how to do that's these right. other things. Yep. And so that's where, that's where they need you. For those people, um, for anyone who's thinking, how do I connect with Jatinder Pala? What's the best way for them to connect with you or, or find out more uh, information on, on, on all this stuff here? Yeah, um, if they wanted to, they can reach out by um, going to jatinderpalahar.com. Okay. Um, or just uh, if they Google digital report, they'll actually get the digital report podcast where I have to talk about these things in a bit more detail as well. All right. Well, uh, that's well, where our interview that we did is on. Is on there. The interview yeah. with me is on there. Fantastic. Very, very good. All right. So we will um, we'll add this. We'll add the link on here so people can see it as well, which is fantastic. So when you take people through these steps, and clearly I'm sure it becomes an eye-opener for them, Oh, yeah, I've heard about this, about this, about this. But really, they have no clue as to how all this stitches together, how this all comes together. Um, and how have you found uh, the results clients have got when they've used us, someone else? hasn't gone so well. They come to you and what's happened? So what happens is when people, before they come to us, they tend to be in a state of, like you said, a bit of confusion all over the place, a bit of noise going on. They don't know what to do because there's so much stuff that they can potentially be doing, right? Yeah. And this 12 step that I showed, I've actually got like a visual diagram of it as well. So when you look at it, you know, the brain works in pictures. When you look at a picture, you, it makes it clear. It's very clear the path you have to take. So it, that just having that gives them like a reference point to say, well, okay, I'm not going to do social media yet because I haven't got my, my sales funnel sorted yet. So I need to work on that first. I haven't got my sales funnel sorted or I haven't got my, I don't even know what my messaging is. You know, right. I need to work on that. So when they look at these things and think, okay, let's work on the things that are not in place, mm-hmm. then everything else just seems to fall into place. 
you know? Um, so when they talk to, they know the audience they're gonna to talk to, they know what message they need to deliver, they know the solution they have. It starts to go from almost like, everyone thinks you need to have like thousands and thousands of followers online when you don't, you only need key people. You can be doing a very successful business with a couple of hundred people in your business, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's about working with those people as opposed to going for, uh, uh, what's the word? Uh, Go for quality over quantity, right? Yeah, quality so, over quantity, yes. yes. That's how I feel. Like when they, they see where they are, what's missing, and they can visually see what's going on, Yeah, I think that just helps them. There. I mean, I've had people that have done that, and good or bad, I don't know, haven't even come back to me afterwards, saying, I know exactly what I need to do. Thank you so much. And they've got on with it. Right, 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 right. So right. I'm like... Who, and then I said, well, anything you need help with, just let us know. And Yeah, and you've always been like that. You're, you're yeah. very much a giver. Someone from the, you know, from the heart, you just give, give, and some want to work with you. Like you said, if they don't, then it's fine. But I'm sure yeah. at some point they come back to you and say, you know, they ask for more uh, information. So if that's fantastic. I'm going to come over to you in a minute for your last words. Uh, so you're listening to the Business Success Show with me, Mac Atram, the business coach, and the digital a marketing expert, digital rapport expert, Jatinda Palahar, dropping golden nuggets. And if your digital presence is not where it, ne it needs to be in terms of you getting the right number of leads, getting the right number of clients, making more money online, then you need to speak to Jatinda Palahar. So um, like this particular podcast, or if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe, smash the like button let us know what you think put some comments in as well so we can see what is it you enjoyed about this what questions you have so that we know what other experts to bring to you so on that note jatinda again thank you for being here on the business success show any last words anything any other inputs you want to give before we start wrapping up in a moment yeah i was just gonna say the most powerful thing you can do to avoid the noise online right, is to manage your own expectations. And what I mean by that is it's very easy to get caught up in clickbait content and stuff that goes out there, you know, overnight riches, this, that, and the other. Right. Any successful business person, you, you know, you've said this many times, you got to put the hard work in, you got to put the energy and effort in. And so try not to get distracted just because you've seen a new software come along. And you think you need it because it's going to solve everything. It's not, right? The software. And you've tested a lot of them as well. That's right. That's right. All of them. I test all of them, um, you know, because we have to stay on top of it just to see what yeah. works. Right? But yeah, I think that's what it is. Just don't try not to get distracted. Focus on one thing and give it enough time, you know, implement it and give it enough time to actually work for you because um, otherwise you just get caught in the noise. Just one thing on that is that, one of the phrases that I use a lot of the time is that if you make noise in a crowd, no one's going to hear you, right? But mm -hmm. if you go outside of the crowd and you shout, heads are going to turn, right? Wow. That's what I say is wow. the best thing to do. Don't make noise in the crowd, in the, in the noise. Just add to it. Wow. <laughs> that, that's, that's, that's a great analogy right there. That's fantastic. Well, thank you very much. Again, you've been listening to Jatinda Palahar, the digital rapport coach. Uh, if you are in need of any digital marketing help or support. That's what he his business does, Big Fanta and Digital Rapport. Um, you're listening to Mac Atram here, business coach. Uh, again, if you need any help, just reach out. If there's any particular experts you want us to bring uh, for you, then make sure you just contact us or put it in the comment box. Please make your comments, um, like, share, and also subscribe where necessary or follow where necessary. 
Makachum, until we speak again, take care. Much love, God bless, take care, and speak soon. Bye for now. Thank you, Jacinda. Thank you for being here. I really appreciate it. Thank you. You're most welcome.